Do you have plans for Valentine's Day? The husband and wife kind? Before we begin, if you have little ears listening with you, this is an episode you'll want to enjoy later on your own. Today, we have an open conversation about some of the more intimate areas of marriage. Back with me today are my friends Michelle Akrami and Talithia Williams. Michelle is a mama to her five kids, has been married for 15 years, and curates the blog The Unhurried Farm. Talithia has three boys, has been married for 16 years, and is a math professor at Harvey Mudd College. Today's conversation is full of some good laughs, practical ideas, and fun challenges that will serve your marriage well. So, take off your mom hat and put back on your wife hat and join us for a fun conversation about sex and intimacy in marriage. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Thank you both so much for being here. Michelle, thank you for coming back again today. Thank you for having me again. And Talithia, I so appreciate you being here. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. It's a great conversation. Okay, guys, this is going to be a fun one. We're talking, getting ready for Valentine's Day (laughs) and talking all about sex and intimacy, which is like a bold jump for a woman's podcast. But goodness, is it not so important? Yes. Especially this time of year. Yeah. 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 So let's get our heads in the right place. So sex and intimacy, let's go there first. Do Mm. you think that these are completely separate topics or that they are reliant upon one another and really one and the same. What are your thoughts on that? Talithia, why don't you start us off? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I think that you can have sex without intimacy and you can definitely have intimacy without sex um, and that the two also go hand in hand. So I think in in my marriage, um, we try to link sex and intimacy. We also have a lot of intimacy in front of our children. We mm-hmm. we often talk about like making love in front of the kids, which really means like letting <laughs> them see us love on each other and care for each other and be intimate with each other um, in ways that are appropriate for them to see, but like making sure that they see that type of intimacy in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also I think there's a special place for a husband and wife to really make time Uh, for sexual intimacy and be really intentional about that intimacy. Um, And so I think we also try to make sure we put energy, you know, there as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had just yesterday, we were standing over and I have a tendency to kind of just keep moving through the day. You know, I've got the stuff to do, I've got places to go. A kid probably needs me. Something needs to be fixed. And Sean's a lot better at slowing down and taking a moment. And thank goodness, because I'm not, it's not my forte. And there was some music playing and he slowed down and he was like, let's dance for a minute. And I'm like, I got stuff to do was my first oh, dancing. Like oh, I did not okay. schedule that into this right. moment, right. but I was so glad I stopped because then I noticed that one of our kids was right around the corner and they peeked there and they just stood and watched the oh, whole time. Yeah. And I heard them later say, I saw mom and dad right. while they were. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm so thankful, not so just good. for me, yes. but also for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we're in the kitchen, Donald will like pop me on the butt, you know, like we'll love to have. <laughs> one time when my boys did, I was like, what are you doing? 
was like, we saw daddy do it. I was like, yeah, that's not for you to pop mommy. Uh, that's just a special daddy touch, you know. But you're right. Like, yeah. they watch you and they want to, you know, imitate that, that yeah. love and affection. Just so beautiful to see. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Michelle? Is sex and intimacy, like, the same or different? Kind of what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I agree so much of what you know, I was resounding with what you said. I think they're like an indicator of each almost, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, they're separate. But I mean, if if you're being intimate with your spouse, then you're going to be, you know, intimate sexually with them, too. Like, I think there has to be like a common, I don't know, what's the word? just has to be there, you know? A balance of the two. A balance, exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I think so, I think you're right. And I think when one gets off, sometimes for Mm -hmm. me, if I'm feeling, especially when we'll be, we'll do long hours apart from each other where he's been at work for so many days in a row for Mm -hmm. really long days. And I've been doing a completely different life. It's almost like we're doing totally separate things for Mm -hmm. quite a few days in a row. So there hasn't been time for that intimacy. Yeah, And I found in those moments that it's easier sometimes to say, you know what, we can make choice. I can make space and a choice for Mm -hmm. the sex here right now. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, it warms this fire to relight this Mm -hmm. intimacy of this closeness. But sometimes that's hard if you're not feeling the closeness of the intimacy first to make the choice Mm -hmm. for the space for the sexual yeah. closeness that's yeah. also so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought we were the only couple that did that. We will sometimes <laughs> have those spouts where we kind of go and we're in our own world or we're focused on the boys and life starts to happen and time starts to pass. Um, and we, do I get his permission to say this? Yeah. Well, we call it a quarter stroke, you know, to be like, honey, you know, we don't have time. Just, we got time for a quarter stroke. Just get in a quarter stroke and then like, you know, we'll check it off. We had intimacy. It's great. And of course it like leads to more, but it's just a joking way to say like, mm-hmm. we've not made time for this and we mm-hmm. need to make time for it. And yeah. we're both really busy, but like, let's turn our attention here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, is there ever a time that you wish that you hadn't? You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I've never been like, yeah, that wasn't good. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm like, saying? It's always like, yeah. okay, we made the space and this was such a blessing, obviously. Right. It just connects right. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Hey, so you talk about it that way, like it's this good thing, which I think a lot mm-hmm. of times our mm-hmm. culture makes it almost like it's a thing for a man, have you always viewed like sex and intimacy in your marriage as a gift? And what do you think kind of got you in that place or got you to that place now if it hasn't always been that way? You want to start us off with you? I have never really viewed it as a thing for a man. Um, I think it was because I waited until marriage. So I had this high anticipation and expectation for sexual intimacy because I was just like, oh, this is how it's going to be. And I've watched all these movies. And, you know. <laughs> um, and so I sort of went in like, all right, let's do what I've seen for the past 26 years, um, you know, and finally get it on. And so it, it was it was interesting. Like my perspective was very different um, sort of stepping into uh, our marriage relationship. And really needing to sort of hear and listen to my husband mm-hmm. and, you know, because I'd be like, all right, okay, here's what we're supposed to do. You know, here's what Hollywood says. And he's like, yeah, that's not really reality, <laughs> honey. You know, um, So I think mm-hmm. I had to sort of step back and learn what it means to really give yourself to the other person and not mm-hmm. like, all right, I expect what right. I've seen in movies mm-hmm. to happen um, because that's not really what mm-hmm. happens in, in the marriage relationship. And, you know, especially as kids came along, like, you know, we go through these different seasons mm-hmm. in our marriage where sexual intimacy looks different and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. takes on different forms. Um, and I think I had to really learn that mm. uh, going in. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about you, Michelle? I mean, it's definitely a gift, you know, it was a gift, you know, originally just given to both, you know, the, um, the husband and the wife, you know? And so, yeah, we've definitely seen it as a gift, you know? And, um, I think, you know, if you ever find yourself viewing it more for the man or more for the woman or whatnot, there could be area for resentment, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. just can lead to horrible things in a marriage, you know? So, I, and I was just thinking of how sex in itself is such a picture of marriage, hmm. you know, yeah. the, just like the give and take, like you have to be vulnerable. You have to give, you have to be willing to say, I'm sorry, you know, yeah. or, you know, all those things um, within marriage. And it's such a, I don't know. It's just such an example of it. Yeah. We've been to our couples frequently. And for those that are having challenges um, around sexual intimacy, sometimes it's hard for them to vocalize like what they want in a sexual relationship because, mm. um, you know, it's not something that we encourage couples to often talk about openly and transparently. Like, what do you like that I do? What do you not like that mm. I do? You know, mm-hmm. it sort of feels like it's such a vulnerable act that you don't want to hear that you're not doing something good or your right. partner doesn't like, you know. <laughs> right. um, and so we found that couples don't talk about it. Just like, okay, let's just do it. Get out of the way. Okay. It was good for you good for me. Great. Mm. Um, and often it's not. And so really kind of helping couples talk about like, here's what I really enjoy about our intimacy. Here's something mm. I think we can work on, you know, and sort mm-hmm. of how do you communicate openly with your partner yeah. about sexual intimacy, you know? And I think yeah. that conversation could be started in an easy way too, because rather than it being in a way of, and Valentine's Day would be like perfect for this. Oh my goodness. What a wonderful, like open door that is. Yeah. That rather than asking or saying like, this could be really good, but what if you put yourself out there and ask like, what could I do for you? Yeah. Or what could mm-hmm. I, what could I do different that you would, that would like really bless you or be great for you? Yeah. Or like, yeah. what would you really like? Or what do you really like? Like, especially if that ha- conversation hasn't happened, I think a husband's jaw would just <laughs> drop to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, how was your Valentine's yeah. date? Well, let uh, me tell you. <laughs> I asked one question and that was it. Yeah. Like <laughs> but when, don't you think any don't you think any husband would like that better than any gift? Oh yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. And what a selfless place to be coming from. Yeah, you know? Definitely. I think yeah. that I've always viewed it really as a gift too, because that's just how the conversation was growing up. That there wasn't this like we we I knew like what sex mm. was and that it was this thing for marriage and that it was between a husband and a wife and that it was this gift that God's given to us. Yeah. And that, yeah. um, we, my mom talked with us about that. So that way, when I was getting married, it was something that she was even part of being excited for with me. And I remember mm. her taking me before we got married to go shopping for lingerie. And the two of us went together one day and we like got some things. And I remember my friends being like, what your mom mom took you (laughs) but it was like it wasn't it wasn't a thing yeah it was just Mm -hmm. this it was a new part of life that I was going to get to experience and that she was excited for me about and it was just Mm. such a different way yeah of going about it that's right that's right I really appreciated that okay so why do you think that sex and intimacy are so important in a marriage Mm -hmm. because I think that it can be a thing where life can get going, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can kind Mm -hmm. of just be on your own separate Mm -hmm. tracks. And, um, there can be other circumstances. There can be circumstances of like, you know, 
pregnancy or post baby or busyness with kids or work traveling or whatever that can just make it Mm -hmm. more difficult. So Michelle, why don't you start us off on that one? Why do you think it's important? I think uh, communication is huge, you know, definitely talking about it and figuring out what works, you know, in certain seasons. I know for us, the time of day has had to change for us, you know, (laughs) like, I mean, it's just, we've got lots of little kids around and (laughs) just, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think just being open and, um, yeah, just talking it through and making sure you're talking about it. Cause it's, it's one of those things that's easy. Like you were saying, you just get busy and you get tired, you know? Um, but I remember one, um, like mentor mom, uh, many years ago told me, you know, if, if like at the end of the day, you know, you're being mom all day long and your husband wants to be intimate with you, but you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I just want to go to bed right now. It's just the struggle. Right. But you also, you want that energy mm-hmm. and just saying, you know, to your husband, Hey, give me 20 minutes and just make a bath for yourself and just mm-hmm. kind of reconnect mm-hmm. with who you are and, you know, put on some perfume, you know, just something that makes you feel like not mom at the moment, but right. your husband's wife, you know? Um, yeah, so yeah. that I, I love that idea. And that's definitely helped me in times where it's just intense mm-hmm. parenting or whatever. Just life is just really full. Mm-hmm. Having my head in the game like that too has also been helpful because mm-hmm. if I know mm-hmm. in the morning, like, yeah, Hey, this is a plan for later. Then it's like, I'm already getting, I'm in wife mode from the start, mm-hmm. yeah. which is totally different yeah. than yeah. waiting until it's like, you know, okay, I finally got everybody to bed. And then you get that look and you're like, okay, yeah, here we go. But if I knew ahead of time, Mm -hmm. you know, this is going to be part of our day. Yeah, exactly. Then it's something I'm even almost like expecting. Anticipating. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So why do you, why do you think it's important to Lithia? You know, it's, I think it's the only part of a relationship that you can't really share with anybody else. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about, you know, friendships or girlfriends or, you know, parental figures or aunts and uncles or cousins like there's so many other parts of me that I can share with other people to get support or feedback or encouragement um but your sexual relationship like I only have this one person to share it with you know and so I think it's important that you make sure that you cultivate it with that one person otherwise it can cause you know other problems in a relationship and so you know for us we've we've also had to really make it a priority um my father-in-law got sick and moved in with us so we at one point for two years had like little kids and papa and it was just like a house full of love and energy but not a lot of space for much a lot of love and energy um and so i remember we were talking about scheduling it and it's kind of like oh yes. no yeah. schedule like you just want spontaneity right you know but spontaneity wasn't happening mm-hmm. and the things that were happening were the things mm-hmm. that were on the schedule you know like dads got a doctor's appointment kids got soccer um so initially it was kind of like this like weird, like, I guess we'll just put it on the schedule. But kind of mm-hmm. like you say, then it was like, oh, now I'm mentally prepared. Mm-hmm. I know this day is coming. It's consistent. And it wasn't like this, like, oh, here's our schedule time. It was really yeah. something to get excited totally. about. Uh, but we had to sort of grow and see it that way instead of like, really, are we that couple mm-hmm. that has this schedule? <laughs> like, is it that bad that we don't even, you know? Well, I think culture fed that lie too. Right. Because again, like you said, the movies and the media and everything says it's this like, spontaneous right. thing. Mm, right, right. Uh, and that's just not always real life. Yeah. I remember being hurt hearing that recommended on something else once was to mm. schedule it, to put it on your calendar. And I remember thinking like, that just seems ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But then again, when I brought up the idea 
And just like started doing it, it was yeah. like, it ended up being so great. Mm. Like, this is really important. And then it kind of gets you back into the rhythm again of yeah. knowing like, okay, this is what works mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. season. Because mm-hmm. there are yeah. different seasons in life. Yep. And I think too, for the communication in your marriage is another huge reason it's so important too, mm. that sometimes when we have been apart and it's harder for me to just like turn on that vulnerability mm. of that closeness and to get mm-hmm. back into wife mode. Mm-hmm. When I've been mm-hmm. momming like a hundred percent for days on end and he's been in stressful situations at work for days on end mm-hmm. or away even for a few days or whatever it is that it's hard sometimes to choose to be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. open in that place. But if we don't, then I find our closeness and our communication Mm. really, really suffers for it. Mm. And that Mm -hmm. it's harder to reconnect and harder to have real conversations. And when I just want to tell about all the things I've been dealing with or whatever, if I can take the moment to make that happen first, then it's like the openness of our hearts towards each other is so much more real mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so much closer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to schedule other things as well. So it's not just intimacy. It's like a date night. You know, oh, we've yeah. gotten really consistent with date night. We have massage night, which is more intimacy, less sex, mm-hmm. but just like, you know, finding a time to really love on each other and speak our love languages to each other. Um, and you so I think jump in on that. That idea. I know. Oh, I need to schedule yes. massage night. Yeah. No, it's great because then I usually end up snoring afterwards. So it's like, it's given that it's just massage night, you know, intimacy night is another night. But um, just making that time, you know, to, to like you say, mm-hmm. um, to really kind of come together at an emotional level so that you're not depleted when time comes for sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but we haven't even talked all week. And, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, so making that time for each other. Mm. Okay. So, Michelle, what would you say are some of the dangers you see if we don't make it a priority? Yeah. Um, which can just be so easy in our mm-hmm. lives. I think when it when there's a gap there, it's easy for listen, I think this is true in any anything, but if there's just a breakdown of communication in a certain area, then it opens the doors for other things to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be um, you know, you could start believing a lie possibly of, oh, maybe, you know, he doesn't Feel like he wants to, you know, be with me, or just I he's feel not like attracted to me anymore. exactly. Yeah. And you gotta, be, I don't know that that can open up some doors you don't want to walk through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that's that's what yeah. I would say to that. What do you think, Dorothea? Yeah. I mean, the same. You know, I think it can open you up to then, you know, getting attention from other people, right? Mm-hmm. If other folks are affirming you in other ways, mm-hmm. and it feels like, oh, I don't get that affirmation at home. Like that mm-hmm. feels great. Um, and so I think it's really, it's so important for couples to be in constant communication Mm -hmm. and openness, um, about that. Or even if it's not just outside people, it can really turn you away from each other because I think we can also sometimes overly focus on kids and family. And then you see folks who've been married for 25 years that are getting a divorce. And you're like, you've raised a whole family. You've got Mm -hmm. like, why are you divorcing? And then Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is why like over time. Mm You know, mm-hmm. intimacy is not a priority. Sexual intimacy is not a priority. And then your kids are grown and it's like, yeah, we don't really, mm. you know, we sort of yeah. co-parented until everyone was 18 and now yeah. we can go do our own thing. And so I've, I've seen that mm. in some of my, um, you know, friends whose parents have separated after so many years. And I'm like, I just don't understand. You've yeah. been together 30 years. Yeah. But it's allowing those things to sort of fester over time and even if you just turn your attention away from each other it doesn't have to go to someone else it could just be 
you know, like, well, I guess this is it. And mm-hmm. this is just how we are. And yeah. we'll raise these kids together and then live yeah. our own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just talking with a woman about that, not actually not too long ago, um, who was sharing about different people who they knew that like that just happened with. Yeah. That they, yeah. that, that it was, or that like, that time, time just kept going by. And I just mm. think, you know, we had a time that it mm. was our first time together. Yeah. And like, you could re, you could restart that, you know? Yeah. And you could restart yeah. and make it, make it a new commitment and open up that vulnerable place again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's just, it's just, it's so important. It's yeah. just not worth it. It's not worth missing out on. Yeah. So yeah. the prioritizing it does take, it does take intentionality though. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be purposeful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen on its own. That's right. Um, what would you, what advice would you give, I guess, to the mom who says like, I want to prioritize mm-hmm. this. I really don't know how. Um, and maybe even looking back on your life, has it always been a priority for you? And you mentioned the calendar thing. I know scheduling it in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, um, it's, it's, it's always been a priority, but then there are seasons when it hasn't been like nursing, pregnancy. Like I can think of seasons where it was like, just don't touch me. Yeah. You've already touched me. Obviously I'm pregnant. And, <laughs> you know, like we've been touched it up. Um, but I, I think there are also ways to, so for couples that maybe need to re-engage, um, one thing that we suggest is the, like, you know, a, a bowl of beads where, um, each bead represents like sexual intimacy and like you give your part, your husband or your wife, because sometimes, you know, women have oh, yeah. different um, sexual needs. Um, like you've got a bowl of 10 beads every month that you get to use whenever you desire sexual intimacy. And like, you know, placing a bead on the other person's counter means that like t- within 24 hours, you know, I'd like to make love to you. And so these are ways to sort of tell the person that like you want to be intimate in a way that's not very rejecting, right? It's like, okay, like, Here's a red bead in the morning. So yes. within 24 <laughs> hours, like that's our agreement. Um, One of my friends told me they move a candle and that's like their cue. Yeah. Like, if this awesome. is moved. So some way to make like, it kind of fun. And, like, and that does, that keeps it so light. Right. Instead of like, do you want, no, okay, that's okay. I didn't want to eat her. I was just, you know. Like, <laughs> right. Um, oh, so some way to keep it light and fun. And, um, but also so that it's an action that you can see like, oh, my husband wants to be close to me or my wife wants mm, to be close to me mm-hmm. tonight without them mm-hmm. sort of risking that vulnerability and sort of yeah. even the fear of rejection. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, something we've agreed yeah. upon. We know the rules to this game and it's exciting. Yeah. And this also, I think, again, Valentine's Day is such a wonderful time that you could even bring that up. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I had this kind of fun idea that I was thinking, what if yeah. I, you know, what if I have this like thing of beads or whatever and we do this thing and then I don't think there would be, I just think most spouses would be like, all right, right. let's play that game. Right. Yeah. yeah, That's a fun game. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a great idea. What do you think about re- just reprioritizing, Michelle? Yeah. I mean, I, I love the calendar idea. I think we've gone through seasons of that informally, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I, I think that's great. And just even, even rekindling intimacy, you know, not even necessarily the sexual intimacy, but even intimacy, like just sending an intentional, um, uh, text just mm-hmm. hey I'm thinking yeah. of you and praying yeah. for you right now or um, how's your day going you know just staying connected through the day mm-hmm. um, or um, one thing I, I love to do is just like 
um, find one of his favorite little treats and put it in his car so he sees it in the morning. You know, just the little things, you know what I mean? That just say, hey, I'm thinking of you and (laughs) I'm taking notes from you too. Um, So yeah, right. But I feel like those are all like little, um, you know, just uh, investments. Kind of like tokens almost. Tokens, yes, exactly. In, In the same bucket. Yeah. That's great. That's a good point. Okay, so let's go back to like a couple of different phases of life. Let's talk about like newlyweds. Like if you could give advice to someone just starting off, um, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is something that's kind of already said, but is that open communication. That if you can start with open communication, even mm-hmm. like to a place that could almost seem a little awkward of like, mm-hmm. okay, what did you like? Like that could feel yeah. so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but also it's such a wonderful place of mm-hmm. being able to meet each other. Right. Um, right. So that would be, I think, my advice to newlyweds, which is try to open up the communication yeah. Um, yeah. As, yeah. as open as you can. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have other advice you'd give to somebody newly, ma- newly married? Hmm. I'm just thinking back. I mean, I think it's, it's so different. Um, in some ways, there's a lot more pressure. I, I feel like growing up, I wasn't exposed to a lot of, I mean, I sort of knew like movies, yeah. but um, I so feel like today's now. kids are yeah. exposed to so much um, of what they think sex mm-hmm. should look like. Mm-hmm. And so getting into a marriage relationship where you've sort of seen a lot of that and you think, mm-hmm. well, is this what yeah. our marriage is supposed to be? So, I mean, that gets to your point about communication. Like, how do you decide what you want as a couple? How do you talk openly and honestly about frequency, about, you know, mm-hmm. like what what things do you think are permissible within your marriage and what mm-hmm. is it? And that's between the two of you. It's not like, you know, well, the, you know, um, some rules that you should go by, but really kind of having that conversation as a mm-hmm. couple and deciding like, what are we comfortable with? What are we uncomfortable with? What are we willing to explore together? Mm-hmm. Um, and then and that's how an important we, thing to revisit in different seasons too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then how do you have a way to come back to it? Um, I think I used to be very like, you know, that was great. Okay. What'd you like? Tell me everything. You know, and then they'd be like, can we just enjoy this moment together before, you know, like my mind is very analytical. I want to reflect. I want to improve, you know, and he's just like, yeah, let's just sit in the moment, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now do you want to talk about it? You know, um, so that, so don't do that. But, you know, really finding a time when you can kind of look back and talk about mm-hmm. it openly and honestly, is going to be important mm-hmm. for newlyweds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's funny we said newlyweds, but I kind of feel like that goes across the board. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. Know? In all yeah. seasons. Yeah. Um, okay. One other one other thought. So with children, because I know that this is really for moms. Oh, so um, let's keep it kind of just a short thought here. But I know we already talked about scheduling things. We talked about being open to different times of the day, being open to not being spon- like spontaneous, mm-hmm. that that doesn't always happen. Any other advice on a mom with kids? That, what like, do you do one if other your kid thought? walks in on you? Okay, well, that's going to need to be its own other podcast. That's like a child therapy podcast, right? (laughs) Uh, Maybe we should should revisit a conversation about kids and intimacy and sex and how we speak that language to them and love them well. But we actually have to wrap up today's. So I would love to just keep going on this, but we have to wrap it up. Thank you guys both so, so much. I think this this is so helpful. And I look forward to hearing about some people's Valentines, maybe some new Valentines Mm -hmm. conversations and fun things that happen as a result of this. Thank you both so much. I appreciate it. Thank Thank you, you. Krista. Please don't let this end as just a fun conversation with some Christian ladies about sex and intimacy. 
take a tip or concept that stood out to you and do two things with it. First, communicate with your husband about that idea. Maybe plan it as a special Valentine's conversation. Who knows where it will lead? (laughs) Second, encourage a friend who may need some support in this area by sharing this episode. Be bold and tell her why this conversation encouraged or challenged you when you send it so that she can share in the blessing. A strong marriage is the best foundation to a healthy home, and you'll never regret the extra effort you put forth to keep your marriage healthy. If you want to hear more on marriage, don't miss episode five, how to win at conflict in your marriage. And if you want to hear more from Michelle, you'll love episode one about creating a beautiful new normal for your family. Michelle can also be found on Instagram at The Unhurried Farm. And to hear more from Talithia, listen to episode eight, where she shared with us about the importance of mothering in community. Have a very happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. Join us next week as we learn how to open our hearts to our children's friends.